0: Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from The Lancet Respiratory Medicine. I'm Richard Lane and it's Thursday, December the 5th. This month we're discussing a research article which is looking at ADRB2 polymorphisms and drug efficacy in preventing COPD exacerbations in patients from the POET trial. Let's hear from one of the authors of the study introducing himself.
1: Klaus Rabe, I'm a professor of medicine at the University of Kiel in Germany. I'm, in the, I'm the medical director of the Lung Clinic in Groß-Hansdorf with the large tertiary field centre close to Hamburg in the north of Germany.
0: Professor Reber, many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine, especially as you are on a cell phone somewhere in India. I'm glad your plane's delayed because that means we're talking, and we're talking about your paper uh, being published in the Lancet Respiratory Medicine in early December. This concerns polymorphisms around ADRB2. Uh, in the context of COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. We'll come to some of the details in a moment, but first of all, give us some background. What really is the rationale really beh- behind you undertaking this study?
1: Well, the background is um, that we undertook some time ago a trial uh, in COPD patients, you gave the abbreviations about this already, that looked at the efficacy of bronchodilator drugs to prevent exacerbations to occur in the disease. Exacerbations are important; they are not good for patients, and so they are strategies to prevent them. The trial was conducted in a large group of individuals, and it was thought at the time of planning that it would probably be very useful to collect blood samples from all the patients to ask them whether they would be agreeable for a genotyping um, of relevant receptors for therapeutic interventions and. As it happened from the patients that were asked, a large majority, in fact, agreed to, be, to do this. So what we did is that we looked at the so-called polymorphism of the beta receptor. The beta receptor is the receptor that mediates the effect of beta receptor agonists. And polymorphisms in this receptor have been described primarily in asthma, and much less so in CPD, to have a role in the response to treatment.
0: This was the rationale. Do go on and give us uh, the main findings from okay. the study. The study uh, had two arms. It compared the effectiveness
1: and or efficacy of a long-acting beta-adrenoceptor agonist, salmeterol, to a what we call an anti drug. These are drugs that have and follow a different pathway of receptor stimulation resulting in some beneficial effects in, 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 in patients and this drug was called teotropium. What we found was that the, the different receptor polymorphisms and the beta receptor, teotropium afforded a benefit in individuals irrespective of the receptor uh, configuration. While in the beta gene receptor polymorphisms, semitrol had a variable action. That meant while in the majority of people, teotropium was superior to salmiterol in the overall population, Teotropium was not superior in one genotype, which is the arch-arch phenotype or the arch-arch genotype of the receptor, telling us that in COPD, obviously, in this trial, the arch-arch phenotype is a better responder, if you want, to a beta receptor intervention than the other genotypes which is a novel finding and is at some stage very intriguing because it would mean that there is, for the endpoint exacerbations, indeed a modulating role of a genotype of a receptor that has to do with the drug action. The second point in the second part of this is that there have been two other studies that were smaller. different in, in, in design they were smaller as I said and honestly um, we were so surprised to find this that we concluded in this that we think it is potentially very important but we would like to see this replicated in an equally large population because it may have quite significant consequences for therapeutic planning.
0: Though I think I'm right in saying that your data your results do differ, do contrast from other similar trials that have been done in this area. Why is that, do you think? To
1: give you a little bit more detail, the the arch-arch genotype of the beta receptor is actually a known story. And the known story is that there's something wrong with this genotype in asthma treatment, a disease that is very different from COPD, as you know. In this asthma treatment, it was also found that people that carry this arch-arch genotype, have a different response to be dragonless. For asthma, it seems to be a rather unfavorable marker of response. Consecutive trials, and the ones that you alluded to, that tried to look at the genotype in COPD patients, and this was published some time ago, looked at a different population from ours. It, they were not be the identical patients in severity and clinical characteristics. The trials were somewhat smaller and poor, let's say, not very overt signals, you need a rather large data So the other trials were maybe a little too little small, and the trials that were said to be replication trials, one of the other, actually did not use exactly the same sort of population. And as a matter of fact, the authors of these other two trials did not find, did not find a significant difference in responses to the pteragonics. That led us to speculate that we said, listen, we need to be very cautious about this. We are very confident about our data because the size of it, the technology that went into genotyping of this huge population is state of the art. It was extremely well done. Our signal is extremely strong in saying that the differences between the genotype really differentiated and patient responses. Fourth, seems be, there seems to be a graded response because the genotypes come in different forms. And if you look at the genotypes that get more and more similar to the arch-arch genotype, the response to the different drugs gets more and more to the signal that there is no difference with the arch-arch. So the inherent co- coherence of our data set is fine, but we have to acknowledge there's another study that didn't find it. And as you may have imagined, what would be the conclusion of trials like this? More
0: research is needed. <laughs> More research. What 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 research moving on because time is short, what are the next research priorities? I think ideally as uh, the editors asked us, can you do
1: you have another cell? Do you have another trial of the same magnitude with the same methodology that could be served to replicate your findings? No, we don't. <laughs> and this is in fact what is virtually needed. If we would find the same sort of information coming from another big clinical trial such as ours with comparable patients included and with comparable interventions and we could replicate these findings that would add to the strength of the evidence. So in fact I'm using this podcast for one reason as well. I would ask all other researchers that have data and cohort data from large samples of CPD patients or maybe even in larger animal populations astrophot- that looked at exacerbations, not life function, that looked at exacerbations as an endpoint, try to look at the beta receptor polymorphisms to actually support or refute the hypothesis that we are formulating. This replication, I think, is urgently needed, and this is what we meant, amongst other things, the
0: Great, thank you. Final, final question, and briefly, if, if you would, then. So, what do you think? broader question of the future of genetic testing and phenotyping for copd management
1: well i have to say that uh, the uh, it's very difficult to do as you understand time uh, technology and the large database data that you need for that but you see arch arch genotype that you look at it's not rare it's nothing that is, comes in 1% to 2% of the population. You're talking about 20-plus percent of population. So it's something that could really sort of translate into clinical benefit and or clinical questions. And I do believe, for example, a very practical response from our trial, an anticholinergic drug confers its benefit to give a sex of genotype. I think that's an important information. beta agonists do this, obviously, preferably in the specific genotype, so it may be that you would want to have a combination of these drugs, you know, for explanation just to be sure, that could be one of the of the of the consequences. Whether I would go as far as saying someone that is treated needs to be genotyped before um, something like this like treatment is installed, I think this would be going too far for me personally at this point in time, which is economics involved, cost involved, and the invasiveness of something like this. But I think there you know, there's still some mysteries to be discovered. And uh, as we have in oncology more and more the way for personalized interventions and med- medical approaches to individuals with malignant diseases, probably in some chronic, yet not malignant diseases, some individualized therapy is a the way ahead.
0: Really good to talk to you. Um, sorry it's not the best of lines, but it's fantastic that we've got a hold of each other and you're on your cell phone very good. in India. I hope your plane turns up soon and you soon get back to the Uni- University of Kiel where you, where you are in northern Germany. But in the meantime, Professor Klaus Reber, many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine.
1: Sure, it is my pleasure. Thank you very much for having
0: me. Many thanks again to Klaus Reber and to you all for listening. See you next time.